averaging the fewest air yards per attempt. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Yards per attempt. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Another fresh edition, Yards Per Attempt. It is the 13th day of October 2021, and I don't even know where to begin. Last time we did this podcast, Raiders were 3-0, and coming off an ugly win over the Miami Dolphins. Looking forward to playing the LA Chargers on Thursday Night Football. And we sit here some two weeks Almost 15 days later, the team is 3-2, and two, and the head coach had to resign in shame. John Gruden's tenure as Las Vegas Raiders head coach is over after three and a half years. Usually for these podcasts, I come up with a game plan and script out some stuff, what I want to get into and topics. But for this one, you just have to go off the cuff a little bit because... What has happened to this franchise, not just in the past two weeks, not just in the past couple days, but the past 20 years, has been nothing short of movie-like. And I'm not talking about the movies where the guy gets the girl at the end. I'm talking about a horror movie. Everything that's happened with this franchise since the trip to the Super Bowl and the game versus John Gruden's Tampa Bay Buccaneers has been utterly unbelievable in the sense that you couldn't even make it up if you tried. From Gruden's past tenure to Lane Kiffin in the teleprompter, everything that's happened with this football team for the past 20 years has been laughable. And we sit here today, midweek, again, three and two, having to play the Denver Broncos, and the team has an interim head coach in Rich Passaccia. Now, I don't want to use this platform as someone's going to sit here and tell you what's right and wrong and tell you that I'm above it all and I've never done stupid stuff in my life or said stupid things in my life. Because everybody in private, maybe even in public, has said things they wish they could take back. And I'm not sitting here telling you what happened in those emails and what was said in those emails was right, because it wasn't. What was said in those emails by John Gruden to Bruce Allen was wrong. It was wrong, and it offended a lot of different people. And he should be ashamed of that, and he's paying for it right now. But I'm not going to use this platform. I'm not going to sit up here and say that I've never said stupid stuff or I've never thought stupid stuff or never joked with my friends and said stupid things or acted stupidly. I feel like we all have. And now this man is out of a job. He's shamed in his profession that he's loved so much and given so much back to, we could sit here all day and look at the comments and say, John Gruden's a bad guy. Yeah, what he said was really bad. And he should be sorry for that. And I'm sure he is. He's already come out and said he's sorry. But now he's out as Raider head coach. His NFL career is over. He's out of the Buccaneers' ring of honor. It's another case of someone in the public eye someone that we've built up in this country 
only to take them down in shame. And it's sad. Honestly, when it comes down to it, it's sad. It's sad on a lot of levels. It's sad that those things were said about those people and it offended people. It's sad that this has to happen to this organization over and over and over again. And it's sad that a football coach whose only care in the world is football now had that taken away from him by emails that were leaked out from an investigation from a different football team. I don't want to get too much in the weeds. We all know this, what's happening. What about these emails? 650,000 of them about conduct at the Washington football team. And he only wanted to go down so far. It's still early. So far is the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. It's almost hard to believe. But in 2021, with all that we've seen in the social media age, it's really not hard to believe. It's really not hard to believe that these things can come out. Because if you said them in your past, and I'll tell my kids this, if you say something and put it in print, you better be willing to go to air with it. You better be able to say, I want people to see that. Because the internet is undefeated. People, if they want to find stuff, they're going to find stuff. If they want you out, they're going, to, they're going to get you out. So if you don't want stuff out there, don't put it out there for people to see or hear. But what do we do now? What do we do now as a football team? I could sit here all day and talk about morality and talk about what should have been done, who's at fault here. But what about this football team now? And before we get to the future of the Las Vegas Raiders, that's very much up in the air, even though they sit there at three and two. Where is Mark Davis in all this? Mark Davis put out a statement today to Paul Gutierrez saying, I have no comment. Ask the NFL. They have all the answers. Now, I understand he might be frustrated. John Gruden was his guy from the start. He handpicked John Gruden. The Del Rio situation was a mess, firing him. Everybody knew John was coming in. That was another mess in the long series of messes in the past 20 years. But this is his guy. You had the HBO Real Sports piece that came out a couple weeks ago, him talking about John Gruden bringing his team back to greatness, that they had a win. This was the guy that he wanted all along. And now that guy is out of the league and the owner hasn't come out and said a peep besides for these two sentences to Paul. I find that hard to believe. And I find it hard to believe is because in the time of crisis and a time of need, you want leaders. You want leadership. Basachi and the coaches are going to talk today, but that's not their, that's not what they're paid for. Yeah, Basachi is the interim head coach, but he's thrown into it. He wasn't handpicked for this. He wasn't hired to do this. If Al Davis is around right now, do you think Al Davis would put out a two-line sentence about his coach being fired? He would have went down swinging with John Gruden. Now, I say this. Al Davis would not accept those type of, that type of language from Gruden. Al Davis was ahead of his time when it came to progressive thinking and being accepting of people. But he wouldn't have let his head coach go down like this without even saying anything, without having a press conference. Even the statement he said, I accept John Gruden's resignation. It's not enough, Mark. It's not enough to say. You need to come out and speak and talk. Even if it is to say, I love John Gruden, but what he did was wrong and we're moving on. Fine. 
You can't let others speak for you. You want to be the owner of this football team and the leader of this football team into the future? When good stuff happens, you got to be it when bad stuff happens. And he's not been there so far. And it's not acceptable. The players are in a really awful spot. They really are. I'm sure most of them are heavily involved in John Gruden and bought into what John Gruden was preaching. I'm sure a lot of them support him. I saw comments by K.J. Wright, and K.J. Wright is, the, is one of the leaders this team needs at a time like this. He's so level-headed, smart guy. Said, hey, people make mistakes, just like I said before. People deserve second chances. But now it's on the players. Now it's on the players to step up and be leaders for themselves. You still have a coaching staff there that's moved on to the game. I checked in with a friend at the organization. He said they're, they're on to Denver. They're on to, to the next game. And that's all they could do, right? But it's, it's going to be a lot on the players moving forward. It's so early in the season. It's one thing if it's late in the season and the team's on a bad losing streak and the coach gets fired or something like this happens. You only had a couple games left. These, ga- these guys have four-fifths of the season left. There's a lot of games to go. It's a lot of stuff that can happen. So I don't envy the position that the players are in. This can go two ways, everybody. It can go two ways. It can go well, and they respond to Bisaccia, and they come together as a team and do the best they can and compete in every single game, or it can go right into the tubes. It can go right down the tubes easily. After these guys bought in, these are John Gruden, think about it. These are John Gruden players. He turned over this whole entire roster, essentially, from Carr and a couple other guys are the only holdovers. All these other guys are Gruden guys. Guys Gruden drafted. Guys Gruden traded for. Guys Gruden signed. And now that guy is out. Not because he was fired because of poor performance. Because of emails that came out that were sent 11 years ago. So I don't envy the players. I don't envy the coaches that are going to stand up there and talk about it. It's a really hard situation to talk about. Because a lot of people are going to be pissed off on both sides of it. People are going to be pissed off about what Gruden said. People are going to be pissed off that he doesn't have a job anymore. So I don't have the answers. I don't know how this team is going to respond to this. I really, really don't. We'll find out against Denver. And if you think about it now, as we sit here four days after the game, obviously the stuff that was happening internally had an effect on them against the Bears. Yeah, the Bears have a really good defense. Mack played out of his mind. They shut down the run game. They shut down the pass. Fine. But we've never seen a Raider team play like that in a long time. We've never seen Darren Waller play like that since he's been here. I've never seen Darren Waller drop passes like that before. Look disinterested out there on the field. So I think this situation lended itself, you know, going into the game, I didn't think it was going to play itself out like this, but we didn't know the other emails were coming out. We didn't know the other shoe that was going to drop. People asked me, is Gruden getting fired? Is Gruden getting fired? I was like, no. I mean, what we said was really bad. If he comes out and he's humble about it and he apologizes, I think they can move on. And then the hammer drops during Monday Night Football and all hell breaks loose. So the Raiders have... They had to pick up the pieces. The players had to pick up the pieces and go play. Greg Olson will call plays. I think Carr will be someone 
that will kind of put the team on his back a little bit offensively. He knows what they want to do, what they try to do. Hopefully Olsen lets him kind of carry the offense in the sense that he can go up to the line of scrimmage and have free range to do what he wants to do. And you still have Gus Bradley over there on defense. I think that's why it was a smart move to put Richie Bisaccia, a longtime good football coach, as the head coach. So let the other coaches coach their positions. Olsen on offense, Bradley on defense, and let Tom Cable coach the offensive line. I mean, it's so early in the game. Again, it goes back to my point when I said, this is not like the end of the season when you could start lining up interviews for guys. You can't talk to other teams' assistants. It's pretty stupid to speculate on who the Raiders are going to target when you're, you're, you're in week six of the regular season. There's still months of the season to go, to play out. You could sit up here and say, oh, I want Joe Brady. Great. Oh, I want Kellen Moore. Great. What if those teams go on 10-game losing streaks and those guys look outmatched? You're not going to want those guys anymore. You can't talk to them anyway. So it's easy to sit up here and say we want the young offensive mind, the young defensive mind to lead this organization. There's so many questions to be answered. So many. What is Mark Davis going to do? Is he going to get another football czar like a Gruden type to come in and and run this team? Or is he going to get a strong GM type that will handpick his coach? You really can't tell. Nobody has a crystal ball to tell that. Nobody knew Gruden was going to, nobody thought Gruden would come back. He did. Nobody knew Brandon Staley, the coach of the Chargers, was going to be as good as he was early on. So the questions are still out there. The questions are unanswered. You want to go talk to a guy like Doug Peterson right now? Fine, go talk to Doug Peterson. See what he has to say. Pick his brain. But there's absolutely no reason to rush into any decision. You let the season play out. You see how the players respond. What if the players respond? You make the playoffs with Richie Bisaccia and Mike Mayock as GM. Then what? (sighs) It's just a lot, guys. We've been through so much as Raider fans. Watching this team, rooting for this team. Every time there's a sense of good, sense of positivity, sense of moving forward. It's one step forward, two steps back. 3-0 start. Three and two, the coach doesn't have a job anymore. It's like, it, it's almost, how could you not laugh sometimes? Because they say, if you don't laugh at yourself, you're going to end up crying at yourself. Because sometimes it feels like that. It feels like you bleed silver and black. And every time there's a sliver of hope, someone comes and slaps you back to reality. And the cycle's got to stop somewhere, doesn't it? I mean, it's not just, I was saying this the other day to somebody. It's not just, and I'm not putting anyone else's fan bases down, but it's not like the Lions or the Bengals where you're like, okay, they're just perennial losers. They just lose. Nothing else happens on top of it. With the Raiders, it almost seems like there's always some other factor. It's always a crazy first-round pick or a wacky coach or an outside situation. It's always something like that. It can never just be, hey, they suck. Hey, the roster's not great. Maybe they could rebuild. No, it's not like that. It's just one episode after another. And the episodes take so much out of you. They take so much out of you as a fan. Because all you want them to do at the end of the day is compete and win football games. 
Just compete. I got sucked into the John Gruden luster. I wanted this team to, to take on the personality of their head coach and be John Gruden. And maybe they were. Maybe this season they were, but we'll never know. We'll never know. And all we could do now is people that follow the team and talk about the team is hope that this horrifying situation, and it is horrifying on so many freaking levels, so many, for so many different people, I hope that this situation bears some type of sunshine in the near future. Whether it's a new leader or a new coach or a new quarterback or whatever the case may be, I don't even know at this point. I really don't know what this, the answer is. I wish I did. I want this team to go out there. I want them to fight, compete. There is talent on this football team. This team could win football games. I talk about it every single week on this podcast. But this is like getting sucker punched from behind and trying to pick yourself up again. I hope they could do it. I really do. Next time in the pod, after stuff is cleared, we'll talk about moving forward. We'll see how they respond to the Denver Broncos. This is just a tough situation. I feel, again, I feel bad for, for John. I feel bad for the players. I feel bad for the coaches. I feel bad for the fan base. I feel bad for the people that were offended by the comments by John Gruden. It's just a, sh- a shitty situation all around. There's no other way to say it. And we just have to see how it plays out. You have to put the TV on on Sunday or put the radio on, hopefully SiriusXM, Channel 88, and listen to how the Raiders respond and see how they play. I appreciate everybody listening. We'll talk soon.